going on? All right, this is Josh. Let's talk soccer. So we're back together. Yep. It's been nice. It's nice. Uh, it is. All right. Vardy missing a pen. Anything oh, that killed. Was so excited. He was our captain. So excited when uh, when that pen happened because other than that, he hadn't had a shot on goal until that point. Um, so was thrilled about that until uh, I even tweeted like 15 seconds before he uh, put the ball on the spot that uh, he better not miss it. And sure enough, so it might have been my fault. Yeah, I think it was your fault. <clears throat> Could have been. Ings, of course, blanks. Grealish had a goal, which is nice, although we had Ryan in goal, so it didn't help us a ton. But anyway, it was just a weird weekend. So we're just going to jump straight into game week 24, a.k.a. double game week 24. Yes. So just so everyone's clear, because we get a ton of this on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page, um, this will not be the only double game week of the season we don't know yet when the next one will be um there are some possibilities of when it would be i want to say either weeks 31 or 34 but i could be off with those so don't quote me on that um and there will certainly be a at least one bigger blank game week meaning um a bunch of teams don't play a bunch of teams don't play. And the double game week, um, at least one of them will be a much larger double game week too. And a lot of it really depends, most of it depends on how teams progress in EFL Cup, FA Cup, uh, Champions League, Europa, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so not only is it the teams that are still left in those competitions, but then of course um, the teams that they would face, the Premier League teams they would face, um, during the weeks that may get postponed. So um, <clears throat> lots more to come on that. But yes, there will be other doubles and other blanks. Don't know exactly when yet or who's involved. So um, let's clear that up now. No one knows. Uh, there are some possibilities, but until we know, we know. So the next part of that then is, is now the right time to use triple captain or not? I think our answer is yes, uh, no time like the present, only because um, we don't know exactly what teams are going to be in those double game weeks again. We don't know what stage they'll be at in the season, so will ha- they have already sort of uh, you know, wrapped up mathematically their spot in the table and there's really nothing to play for. Uh, will players get injured? <clears throat> you know, as the season goes on, there's just more variables going on. So that despite the fixtures not being great for Liverpool, um, and we're only talking about Liverpool really today, not so much West Ham, <clears throat> who also has a double, uh, two games this week. But, you know, um, Liverpool are on great form. The team itself, all of their players look good. Um, I don't yeah, know, I, it's I, not really looking like they're going to lose anytime soon either. No. Um, or even concede. So Concede, they're scoring goals. Um, I just don't, uh, I don't know that there's a better time. I wish, I wish both games were at home. I wish, uh, you know, they were playing Norwich and Bournemouth, but they're not. 
um, <clears throat> but we got to kind of make do with what we got. So we're just going to sort of grab um, what's in front of us right now, not knowing what's going to happen later. So other people have different approaches. Some people have already played their triple captainships, which completely baffles me. Um, some people might free hit this week, which I don't understand. You know, people have had plenty of time to put their teams together and get them stocked up with Liverpool players, all, you know, with three Liverpool players, uh, maximum, and then maybe even a West Ham player or two, uh, that free hit will be much, much better used when we get to that larger blank game week that we're talking about, because, you know, there could be, uh, eight or you know, I don't know, uh, we'll say six teams not playing that week easily, uh, maybe more. So, you know, there goes a big chunk. And these are going to be teams that, that are good teams. You know, it's the Man Cities, the Leicester Cities, um, teams that are progressing in these cups, these domestic and European cups. So um, that's when you want to use your free hit is to put together a team full of whatever's left, the best of what's left, um, of teams that do play in that starting 11. Yeah, because just in those game weeks, just being able to, if we, if you somehow are able to just get 11, yeah, or even like 9 or 10 usually, yeah, that's you're amazing. An, you're an advantage, right? So if you, if you use your free hit, then you're guaranteed a full team, right? Or at least as close a to team possible, at, at least a guaranteed team of. of People on teams that are playing. Yeah, that they league. have a match. Yeah. Um, and that's the best you can get. Yeah, it is. You're right. Um, we posted our plan, I don't know, within the last week or so on Instagram. And basically what it's going to be is we'll triple captain this week. Um, we will wild card the week before the big <clears throat> double game week. Because what we'll do is we'll wild card, get our team filled with players that are going to play twice in that double game week, the best players we can find. And then in that actual double game week, we'll bench boost yep. so that we have hopefully 15 players all playing twice. So effectively 30 players going. Free hit will be saved for that blank game week um, that we're talking about. So, all right, let's get back to double game week 24 recently posted on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page, go check it out if you haven't already, um, is a grid, really, of um, of the top Liverpool players. So by top, I mean we've got Allison, Alexander-Arnold, Van Dyke, Robertson, Mane, Salah, and Firmino. And we look at, over the course of this entire season, all their away games, because both games for them in Game Week 24 are away. First up is at Wolves on uh, Thursday, the 23rd. And then uh, six days later, five days later, technically, I guess, um, they are at West Ham next Wednesday, the 29th. So a nice little rest in between. Um, so we took their historic, just for this season, their historic performances in away games and did really a side-by-side -side comparison. So we look at total points scored, um, average points per game, only of the games that they actually appeared in. So, for instance, Allison was out for a number of games. So um, his... Firmino's 
for instance, um, of their total points scored course the entire season, what percentage of that total is from away points? Uh, what we're trying to do is really paint a picture of what, um, now that we have a decent amount of uh, sample size, enough data, you know, what do these guys look like in their away games? You know, is there someone or a couple someones that kind of scream out as the top performers in away games? Um, <clears throat> number of goals scored in away games, percentage of those away goals as, uh, as a part of total goal scored, the same thing for away assists, um, clean sheets, number of clean sheets kept, and then, of course, um, clean sheets as a percentage of total away games. So if they had 10 away games, I think they had uh, – yeah, they did have 10 away games. Uh, if they kept five clean sheet in those, that would be a 50% clean sheet rate. What their total DPS earned in away games played is, um, what their total bonus points earned in away games was, how many starts they had in those 10 away games, or however many. Allison only played six away games, so, of course, he started all six of those. <clears throat> so the number of starts out of the total number of games they were available to play in, and then um, the percentage of minutes played uh, in the games that they were available for. So... Uh, for instance, let's see, uh, in the six games that um, – away games that Allison was available for, that's what, 540 minutes. He played all 540 minutes, whereas um, Mane of the games he was available for um, played 86% of the total number of minutes that he could have. So he came off early a couple times and things like that. Really what we're looking at with those last two is – um, are they getting the starts? Because everybody's worried about rotation. Um, are they getting the starts? Do they actually perform? Do they give you a right? Input? Yeah, and are, are they on the pitch long enough to, um, you know, to be able to produce that that output? Um, speaking of uh, squad rotation, a lot of people very concerned about that. I would say you need to go into a double game week like you would any other game week. There's Always the chance of rotation. In my mind, what I'm looking at, especially if I'm going to triple captain, is if I can get one really good performance from my captain, my triple captain, the second game, if he plays well, that's great. That's awesome. Um, but if he doesn't, that's okay because I bagged all my points in the other game. Yeah, it's something where, <clears throat> so let's say you go with uh, Mane, for example, mm. and he scores in the first match. Mm-hmm. As long as he plays the whole time, yeah. or at least plays 60, yeah. and doesn't get a yellow card, right. that's 18. Right. That pretty much makes it so you don't need another performance really at all right. in the next match. If you Let's say he even just plays for the whole time. Mm-hmm. You get 20. Actually, you would get you would get another 6. Right. So you get 24. 24. So really, yeah, if you're, really if you're able to get one return, <clears throat> that's worth it. Right. So... Um, you know, people so worried and a lot of people, it seems like at least maybe it's just on, on Instagram, um, in our, you know, small little corner of the FPL world, but people seem to be looking for reasons why not to do something. Well, he might get rotated. He might this, he might that. Should I get Aguero? Well, he might get rotated. 
I think time has shown that even in the instances that Aguero does get rotated, he still out-earns 99% of the players in FPL. So you just got to kind of expect that occasionally he's, you know, he's not going to play one week or the other. And the same goes for any of these Liverpool players. But the time that they are on the pitch, any of these guys could get ridiculous amount of points. So don't sit and try to predict, our advice at least, don't sit and try to predict who's going to get rotated the least or who has the least likely chance or the most likely chance of getting rotated because, A, you're never going to figure that out. <clears throat> B, um, it, it's only going to muddy the decision. I think you need to go into it thinking all of these guys are essential to the success of their team, and you know Klopp would be foolish to bench any of them. They do, over the weekend, between these two games, they do have, um, I think it's an EFL Cup match, maybe, um, a domestic Cup match. Um, but it's against like Shrewsbury or something like that. So <clears throat> that's when they're going to get their rest. Now, in game week 25, they do have a game. So their their second game of game week 24 is on the 29th. On the 31st, I believe it is, uh, they do have another Premier League match. But, you know, we saw this over the Christmas period too. These guys weren't getting rotated and they were playing most of the game. So, um it seems congested, but it's not nearly as bad as it was in sort of December, January time frame. So I'm not super worried about it. Yeah, if they're able to get through the whole Christmas period, yeah, um, which was really chaotic, just you didn't know what yeah. was going to happen. And this shouldn't be too, too bad mm-hmm. for them. You know, this team is humming along, and I don't know, as a manager, you would do anything to, um, to throw off that... Uh, that harmony they have going, especially both games are away in week 24. So I would think that if you're going to do something where you rotate one of your, your big, what is that? Six, seven, um, you would, uh, you would do that at a home game. I would think. Um, so the conclusion of this whole table that we just described is that actually, um, Alexander Arnold Robertson and Firmino, probably at least a couple of the least likely guys you would think actually can produce or have produced over the season the most value in away games. For instance, Alexander-Arnold and Firmino are both tied on 67 away points, um, which is more than any of these other uh, seven guys. Robertson is close behind at 64 to give a little context, the next closest is Mane with 58. So that's six points less than Robertson and nine points less than uh, Firmino and Alexander-Arnold. And, and Alexander-Arnold, Robertson, and Firmino really kind of um, carry through pretty much all the way, uh, which kind of throws off our original line of thinking was, okay, it's definitely between... Mane and Salah, and just so you guys know, we have Mane, Salah, and and, uh, and Alexander-Arnold in our Game Week 24 team. Um, after watching Salah play last night, he looked amazing, I thought. Uh, much better than Mane did. I thought maybe it's going to be Salah. <clears throat> then looking at some initial data, Mane has the better 
performances in away games, so maybe it's going to go to Mane. But now seeing what Alexander Arnold um, has done in away games, I'm a little kind of thrown off by this. It actually, I was hoping it was going to um, bring a lot of clarity to stuff, and if nothing, it's kind of thrown me off a little bit more than, than anything else. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it, because sort of when we were saying that you have to go with your gut, mm. that that always is – that's usually the right decision to go with. But there's always something about just looking at statistics that yeah. are very different to what your perception is. Absolutely. It yeah. really makes you question stuff. That's a great point. Um, now, some of these – this data too is a little bit skewed. Um, so one great game can kind of – sway the story a little bit. So take Alexander Arnold, for instance, in the Leicester City match where where uh, Liverpool won 4-0, he had two assists and a goal or three assists and a goal, something like that. So that skews all of that um, attacking uh, data there because it, it wasn't necessarily spread out over the course of 10 away games. It was more condensed in one or two games. So something else to kind of think about is maybe how they sort of spread that out versus just one really, really good game. But go, go to Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. Check out the grid. The clarity that you wanted, especially if you were kind of leaning in the direction of like Alexander Arnold as a triple captain and you just needed a little something extra to sort of justify your decision. Um you know, he is, honestly, of all of these guys, kind of the most tempting. Yeah. It's TBH. Maybe Firmino. Um, well, unfortunate thing is we don't have Firmino. So. No. I'm just saying, you know, though, honestly, I think if anyone's to be um, to be rotated, I could see maybe Origi coming in for Firmino at some point. Yeah, I could see that. Um, uh but yeah, overall, I would say probably Trent Firmino would be the uh, yeah the I'm, main two. Just based off of this, so many different things you can look at. You can look at who played well last night, taking the best form into um, the game. Firmino actually looked really good there too. Um, got seven clean sheets in a row. So, um, you know, like most other game weeks. Um, the captaincy is definitely not clear for sure at all. So, but hopefully this helps um, for those that are sort of looking at that kind of stuff. Everybody's got different criteria for their decision. We've had a lot of people ask us who they should captain, and the answer is honestly who your gut is telling you. You can never be upset at the end of a game week for trusting your gut. It's always the times that you said, oh, man, last minute – I went away from what I was initially thinking, and I switched captains, and the, my original captain did well, and the person I ended up choosing did well. So just trust your gut, guys. And if it has to come down to it, just do a coin flip because right now, the way all of these guys are playing, it doesn't seem like there is one wrong thing. The only other thing that I will say is if you're concerned about rank, just like any other week, um, the more uh, the players with the higher ownership um, that are more likely to be captained are sort of the safer routes. So they may do well, and you may see a green arrow, 
but it may be a smallish green arrow because lots of other managers did the same. Whereas with those with smaller ownership or maybe less likely to be captained, the arrows can be bigger. They could be bigger green. They could be bigger red. Um, because of how widely owned Mane is, especially in the top 10 or 100K teams, um, factor that in with not only just being captained by any teams that may either don't want to use their triple captained or have already used them, plus all the managers that are going to triple captain him, his effective ownership, which is kind of the ownership that you're really worried about, are those active teams. If you're trying to crack into the top 100K, you're really concerned with, okay, ownership of a player in the top 100K, um, because for me to crack in there, I got to do better than they did. Um, <clears throat> Mane's effective ownership will be well over 100%, maybe 200%. Uh, once you factor in the captaincy and the triple captaincy this game week. So I would think that Mane is the safest, quote unquote, um, player to captain or triple captain. Yep. This week. Um, so just some food for thought there too, um, of your, your, not only trying to do well, just getting points, but you're trying to also jockey for position and a little bit of strategy as far as ownership and effective ownership are important there too. So I think that's going to do it. Yep. It's all about, uh, well, let's touch on West Ham real quick. I guess West Ham, if you're looking for West Ham players, I think Noble is a good option. He's cheap. He has started, I think, every game, if not maybe missed one um, all season or didn't start, um, and he's on pens. Um, Snodgrass, also cheap, has been playing rather well lately. Um, and then I guess there's Allaire, um, who has been starting consistently up top. Uh, not my first choice. But um, if you're just trying to stack your team with as many West Ham players, too, as you can, those are the three that I would probably go for. I don't think defensively I would go for any of them. Yeah, they're all decent picks. Um, but if you're, if, you're gonna, if you're thinking about transferring in one of them, just consider if the person you are transferring out, consider if that person you are transferring out will get more points in one game. Right. Than yeah. the two games. Yep, this is true. Just because they're playing two games doesn't mean they're going to get more points than the person you had in there originally. So it's very smart. All right, guys, that's going to do it. Best of luck in Double Game Week 24, and we will talk to you on the other side of that. Until then, we say peace. Peace. And goodbye. <laughs>